Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So I see and have seen a lot of people who deal with intrusive thoughts. If you look up intrusive thoughts on the internet, you get some diagnoses that go along like obsessive compulsive disorder or other types of anxiety disorders that go along with intrusive thoughts. And everybody tries to throw out some generic categories of what intrusive thoughts fall into. But basically, an intrusive thought is a terrible thought that you might have that gets repeated over and over again. It keeps coming back and intruding upon your psyche. And the nature of intrusive thoughts is that they are unpleasant. They are terrible thoughts, usually, that make you very, very uncomfortable. And so whatever you don't want to intrude upon your mind, that's what shows up. And there is a scene out of the Amityville Horror in which one of the main characters, George, wakes up after he's fallen asleep at night in front of the fireplace. And he is clearly waking up from a nightmare. And he grabs his head and he says, I'm coming apart. Oh, mother of God, I'm coming apart. And he's actually screaming it. And he's holding onto his head as he's screaming these words. And I feel like that's sort of how intrusive thoughts are. They are thoughts that just upset the person who's having them so much and they feel they can't escape and they would be screaming, except typically when you're having intrusive thoughts, you don't want other people to know about it because you don't want people to ask the question, what was the intrusive thought? Usually it's embarrassing or so terrible that you don't want to share it with other people. And in the case of James Brolin's character in the Amityville Horror, he is in that moment screaming about coming apart. And of course, his wife hears him from upstairs and comes running down to see what's wrong with him. And he stops what he's doing. He pulls himself together, even though he looks terrible and there's a tear running down his face, he says to her, I was just dreaming. I'm sorry if I woke you. And he says it very calmly and as if he is put together. That's how people who are dealing with intrusive thoughts deal with the world. Again, they don't want anybody to know what they've been thinking. And so Part of it is they know it's silly that having the same terrible thought over and over again is not a real problem in the grand scheme of life, and so you don't want to burden anyone with it. So what are these thoughts about? And there are, there are categories that you can find in any search engine about intrusive thoughts that will that will say they're violent in nature or they're sexual in nature or they're paranoid. They're different categories. 
And um, that's generally true. But for the most part, what it is, is that the person who is dealing with it is thinking of the worst thing that they could personally think of that is the worst thought they could possibly have. And that is really whatever is personal to you. What is the worst thing that you could possibly think of? And then that becomes your intrusive thought. And and the issue is that people feel guilty about having these intrusive thoughts. That, that if you have an intrusive thought, and it is a horrible, horrible thing, somehow having this terrible intrusive thought could potentially result in you acting it out in life somehow. And so if you think about hurting another person, even though it's a person you might not want to hurt at all, you become worried that somehow you're going to go there or that thinking of it means you want to, even though that's probably not true at all. So then the question becomes, why? Why do we keep having these intrusive thoughts? And the answer is, a lot of times it's a way of punishing yourself. It's a way to come up with the worst thing that you could possibly think of and just continually have that thought over and over again. And it reinforces the idea that you are a terrible person and that you should be punished. Now, the funny thing about it is that people who suffer from intrusive thoughts will say, it's horrible. I don't want to continue to suffer from intrusive thoughts. I wish they would go away, but they don't, and they keep coming back. And so besides the idea that you might have found a perfect way to punish yourself and think of yourself as a terrible person who thinks terrible thoughts, the other thing is that people often become obsessed with their intrusive thoughts. They think about them all the time. And when you are focusing all of your energy and attention on how terrible these thoughts are or how terrible of a person you are, what ends up happening is you become consumed by it. And what ends up happening is that it takes up so much real estate in your mind that it kind of prevents you from maybe doing other things in your life. Like you become so overwhelmed and you can't go to some event that you're supposed to be attending, or you become, you become so overwhelmed with your intrusive thoughts that you end up focusing all of your attention on those and not that big, real, anxiety-provoking situation that 
that is about to occur in your life, whatever that means. Maybe it's a teenager going off to college for the first time or someone about to get married or some kind of big event is upcoming and the intrusive thoughts become a convenient distraction from the anxiety of the real event that is upcoming and that is the real worry in your life. And so the reason I know this, the reason I know why people have intrusive thoughts and the purposes that intrusive thoughts serve is because what I have found out over time from people is they come and go during various moments in their life. That there are a lot of moments in life where people are plagued by these intrusive thoughts. And it just makes them paralyzed or debilitated and they can't really function on a normal level because it is so overwhelming. And then that same person, months later, will barely notice them in their life at all. And so what seems to occur is there's always a pattern. There's always something else that's going on during the times when the intrusive thoughts increase and less is happening in a person's life when they decrease. And so it's typically not consistent unless we're talking about somebody who truly has obsessive compulsive disorder in which case the obsession with the intrusive thoughts has to be followed by some sort of action. That's what the compulsion part of obsessive compulsive disorder is. For example, a person with OCD might think about horrible things happening to their family And in order to stop that from happening, to stop the thought from happening, or to prevent something terrible from happening to the family, a person develops the compulsion to twist a doorknob seven times. And that becomes the action that helps to relieve the intrusive thought at the time. Now, what ends up happening is the person knows, typically people with obsessive compulsive disorder know that whether or not they turn the doorknob has nothing to do with the health and well-being of their family. They are aware of that. They are clear that those two things are not connected. However, what if they accidentally twist the doorknob six times instead of seven and something really were to happen to their family, then how would they feel? And so that's what keeps the pattern going. Now, the other thing about obsessive compulsive disorder is people become paralyzed also by this disorder. 
the thoughts come, the actions come, there's relief for a period of time, and then the thoughts come back and then the actions have to follow. And when people live their lives this way, when people are living their lives with obsessive compulsive disorder, they often have other major areas of their lives affected. You cannot get to work on time if you have to spend half of the morning twisting doorknobs to alleviate intrusive thoughts. And so this is what happens. So our society always thinks of obsessive compulsive as people who are really organized and neat and care a lot about organization. And that is different. That is more along the lines of obsessive compulsive personality disorder. But somebody with obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, really usually doesn't organize or necessarily or actually accomplish a whole lot in life because they end up spending so much time thinking the thoughts and and performing the actions that everything else in their life falls off. Everything else in their life gets pushed aside. And so in reality, relationships are affected, work is affected, uh, one's romantic life is affected because, because a person with OCD is busy dealing with their intrusive thoughts and trying to fix them. Now, sometimes that works out because you never have to deal with the tough stuff in life when you have OCD. Now, not to say that somebody who has to deal with intrusive thoughts all the time has it easy. Certainly not. It's horrible. It's horrible to deal with. However, one can get used to dealing with the same intrusive thoughts over and over again and not actually have to deal with some of the bigger anxiety-provoking problems of life. And so in some ways, it works out. Now, I have known people who have been cured, either through therapy or through medication, of OCD. And the first thing they will tell you is that they have wasted a lot of time in their life. And that becomes a big regret. So if you do suffer from intrusive thoughts know that basically millions of ideas and thoughts come through your mind every single day at random all day long. They are good, bad, neutral. There are millions of thoughts during the course of every day that you will get. And many of those thoughts that you will get are maybe violent maybe sexual, maybe paranoid, whatever, but it's just something passing through. And we are, as we sort of walk through life, 
we are given information from in all kinds of different ways, sight, sound, smell, touch, taste. We are constantly being bombarded with information. And so, of course, some of the thoughts that we have might end up being kind of negative in nature, but that's okay because there's just so much of it. And also, just because you have a thought, it doesn't mean that you're going to act on it. Just because you have crazy thoughts doesn't mean that you will turn them into action. If you feel like punching your boss in the face because he upset you, that's one thing. Actually doing it is another thing entirely, right? Getting to that point where a negative thought becomes an action is a whole other thing. And you are not your thoughts. Just because you have weird, crazy thoughts does not mean that's who you are. It is just something passing through your brain. And if you are plagued by intrusive thoughts, that this has become a regular problem for you, you might want to ask yourself if there is a bigger issue. Why do you need to be preoccupied or plagued by intrusive thoughts right now in your life? Is something big coming in your life that's overwhelming? Is something coming that you don't want to face? And this could be a big event, as I had said earlier, but it also could be something that you're trying to avoid in general, something that you're in denial about. Perhaps you have a problem in your romantic relationship or your relationship with a member of your family and you're afraid of confronting it or dealing with it or taking some sort of action that feels really overwhelming to you. And you might find yourself preoccupied with intrusive thoughts. And so if this is the case, I would encourage you to get to a therapist and work it out. But I want you to know that it is normal to have intrusive thoughts and you are not your thoughts and you will not necessarily act upon them just because they're passing through your brain. It is normal to have weird shit pass through your brain. It just is. All day long, every day. And so try not to judge yourself. Think about if you might have a need for those thoughts to be there. And get some help. Be well, and thank you for listening.